Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings and it is Wednesday the 15th of March. And the good news is that the US markets now close at 7am our time. Their clocks have changed. So that means we can put this report out a little earlier rather than waiting till after 8 when their markets close. Although that does of course change a little when we do get our own clock change very shortly. All right, well, let's uh, go do the disclaimer. As always, this is general advice only, so please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas, or insights in this podcast. To the scores on the doors, well, a much better night in the US last night. We have the Dow Jones up 336, 1.06%, 32,155. It had a high of 487 up. A low of down 14, so nearly and not even negative for the day. The Nasdaq up 2.14%, 239 points, 11,428. The S&P 500, as is its usual modus operandi, in the middle for diddle, up 1.71%, 66 points, 39.22. The VIX volatility index, as you would expect, with all this breakout of love, peace and understanding, was down 10.5%, 23.7%. So that's come well off the top. I would expect to see that remain under pressure as the week goes on. We have gone through one of the pain points with the CPI last night, and we'll get on to that as well. ASX 200 SPY futures showing a gain of 67 points, or 0.96 of a percent. So it certainly will look as if it's bouncing off that uh, low that we saw yesterday, uh, which was around 69.50 at one stage, but closing at 7,009. So it looks like we're going to bounce off that quite nicely uh, in the market today. In the US stocks, we had Apple up 1.3%, Meta up 7.3%, Google up 3.1%, Microsoft 2.7%, Amazon 2.7%. We had Tesla up 5%, Netflix up half a percent, US banks bouncing back very, very hard, JP Morgan up 2.6%, Citigroup though up nearly 6%, Goldman's 2.1%, Bank of America up 0.9%, Wells Fargo up 4.6%, and Block, the artist formerly known as Square, was up 6% last night. European markets also were better last night, Stock 600 was up 1.3%, FTSE up 1.2%, Germany up 1.8%, France up 1.9%, Spain up 2.2%. And bond yields uh, recovered significantly last night after the drubbing. Black Monday for the bond market, it's called, uh, this uh, last Monday. Ten-year yields back up to 3.678, two years 4.246. The Aussie ten-year languishing a little bit, 3469 So I'd expect to see those yields creep back up again for the Aussie Bitcoin. Big winner out of all this again, up another 2.7%, 24,957 US dollars a fund token. The Aussie dollar, 66.81, up a smidge. The US dollar index pretty much unchanged on the day. 
In terms of commodities, well, the oil price took a big hit. Good news for inflation. Uh, certainly that is uh, one of the joys of the oil price falling, not so much if you are an oil company shareholder, of course. Having said that, ExxonMobil was up 0.4% of a percent last night in the US, so nothing very exciting there. Brent crude, though, fell 3.66%, $2.95.77.63. WTI down 4.69%, $3.50 to 71.18. And of course, we are coming into spring in the Northern Hemisphere, so that will also take a little bit of pressure off uh, the oil uh, supplies as well. Gold, uh, in all this bullishness, did drop half a percent, ten dollars twenty to nineteen oh two spot nine zero. Platinum down one point three percent on the LME. Copper was down one point one. Nickel down one point two. Aluminium up point six. Lead uh, up point five. Zinc down one point one. And ton down one point three. The iron ore price eased slightly over. In Chinese trade, down 0.35%. And coal, still not quite such a merry old soul at all, down around 1%. In commodity stocks overseas, we have BHP rallying nearly half a percent. Rio up 1.4%. Freeport McMoran up 1.1%. Alcoa down 0.3%. Tech down 2.6%. Anglo up 1.5%. Glencore up 0.6%. Vale at 1.4 and Arbor in the lithium space up 1.1% there. We did see CBA up 2.7% in trade overseas. So I would expect to see the banks have the best of the day today with that bounce, probably looking very oversold on the back of the US eruption. So uh, that is something to bear in mind. The Spider S&P Regional Banking EDR, the KRE, was up 2%. Uh, it did fall 12% the previous day. Uh, the likes of uh, First Republic Bank was up nearly 27% after closing down nearly 62% on Monday. The CPI, of course, last night was the biggie for the US. That was what everyone was looking for and what everyone was waiting for. And to be honest, it was pretty much bang in line. The CPI rose 0.4% in February from January. That was the consensus estimate. Uh, the annualized increase of 6% was also in line with economists' expectations. And the core CPI, which removes volatile food and energy prices, grew from the prime month slightly more than economists expected at 0.5%, while the year-over-year increase of 55 came in line with what they had anticipated there. In other overseas news, Moody's has cut its outlook on U.S. banking system to negative, citing a rapidly deteriorating operating environment. We also saw last night Meta announced they were laying off 10,000 more workers after the initial cuts as well. And we saw a U.S. drone has collided with a Russian jet, which uh, did send the market a little bit weaker temporarily. And uh, I think the Russian ambassador was summoned by the U.S. Uh, those oil prices falling to a nine-week low. Uh, those bank failures sparking fears about a financial crisis that could reduce future oil demand. And uh, fresh inflation data last night did put back on the table rising interest rates, despite everyone rushing around and saying basically it was all over Red Rover as far as interest rates go. And news out this morning as well that Google 
is working on a version of its medical AI that answers health questions. So there we go. In local news today, we do get to see Chinese uh, data coming out in our time zone, retail sales, industrial production, and the jobless rates amongst some of the data coming out. It's also been announced by the Australian Energy Regulator uh, that they will recommend power prices for households and businesses will rise by a lovely 22% in New South Wales, 20% in Queensland from July the 1st. This is under the safety net prices for the next financial year. And Afterpay is apparently no cause for concern for the guys at Block that says buying Afterpay is attractive now as it was 12 months ago. BNPL Payne, no cause for concern, she says. And also, of course, with the New South Wales election uh, coming very, very close at the moment, there is a focus on toll roads. And in Victoria, Eastlink toll road sale process revs up, according to The Australian. Parties interested in securing a stake in the Eastlink toll road are expected to be approached next month. Also in The Australian today, Paladin could be attractive to a Japanese buyer. A little bit of an emergence or re-emergence, I guess, in uranium. Uh, that story starting to do the rounds again. And Tabcorp is one of the bidders potentially looking at points bets Australian arm. Pinnacle Investment Management Group has disclosed a 5.15% stake in Nanosonics. Poseidon Nickel numbers were out for the first half last night. NPAT, a loss of 5.8 million against the loss last year of 5.9. And Kelsian Group, KLS is the stock code there. It's set to acquire All Aboard America, which is a great name. Uh, that's uh, for around 500 million Aussie from private equity group Tensile, Park, Tensile Capital Partners. In other news today, Fortescue has bid to build a South Australian hydrogen plant. Uh, it's understood to have submitted a bid to develop a major green hydrogen project in South Australia. Nothing else out on the corporate front today. Question of the day, though. Do you think it is safe to go back in the water? Have we seen the eruptions of the last three or four days uh, are now over? And, of course, our minds will turn to the Federal Reserve on the 21st of March. But do you think our eruptions are over? Is it safe to go back in the water? And do the banks offer value at this moment ahead of the results course and the dividends in May? Love to hear your thoughts and ideas on that. And I'll post the question on Facebook as always. But that's it from me today. It is 8 o'clock. Plenty of news to come. But now with the US clocks changing uh, we can go a little earlier with this report so it's a bit of a compromise between uh, some news out in our market which doesn't usually drop till 8 30 and getting the numbers out to you the scores on the doors out to you as soon as we can well that's it thanks very much for listening have a great day and as always may the trading gods be with you